Welcome to the Nothing But Net Podcast. Here, we'll talk about all things basketball, specifically the NBA. If you want to learn more about players, teams, stats, and games, you're in the right place. Let's get into today's episode. Today, I'm going to do an episode about my favorite team and my home team, the Golden State Warriors. The Golden State Warriors was made back in 1946, which is the time the uh, the BAA was founded, the Basketball Association of America. They were one of the original teams in that league. I'm going to be calling the BAA Sheep Boys from now on, if you didn't know. You know why? I'm not going to tell you, because it's cringy. Okay, moving on. The Warriors were originally based in uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, being called the Philadelphia Warriors. But then, in 1962, relocated into San Francisco, California, where they were uh, renamed to the San Francisco Warriors. Pretty obvious. Then, in 1971... They relocated to Oakland and then changed their name to the Golden State Warriors. I don't know why they're not called the Oakland Warriors, but okay. The Warriors were actually pretty good back then, even though you might think they were only good now. For example, the Warriors won a championship the year after the ba was started. That was pretty good, but they still had to wait 10 years until their next championship, which is pretty sad, but still, they won a championship. Now, the Warriors only placed higher than fourth place in their division once in their first six seasons. That kind of contradicts their championship in 1947, but let's see if they actually get better. I'm not expecting them to. But in 1956, the Warriors finished with the best record in the league and won their first NBA championship. NBA, guys, not BAA. NBA. In 1959, the Warriors acquired one of the best players in NBA history, Wilt Chamberlain. You guys might know that he once scored 100 points in one game in 1962. But if you didn't know, now you know. Some of you are Ham- if maybe some of you are Hamilton fans, and you just realized the pun that I made. If you didn't know, now you know. I'm taking it too far. Okay, moving on. He scored 100 points in one game in 1962, got 55 rebounds in one game in 1960, and uh, averaged about 50 points per game in the 1961-1962 season, and scored 50 points and got 41 rebounds in a game in 1962. So you can see that he's kind of a powerhouse. But some people still say that Michael Jordan is better than Walt Chamberlain. But I don't want any death threats sent to me, so I'll just say that Michael Jordan is better than Walt Chamberlain. 
then the Warriors made it into the finals with in, with Wilt Chamberlain in 1964 and in 1967 with a surprisingly good rebuilt team, including Nate Thurmond, Rick Barry, and Jeff Mullins. Most of you might be wondering what two of those three names are, one of those three names are, or all of those three names are. I'm literally, it's literally guaranteed that one, at least one of you knows who all of them are, but I'm not believing it. All of you have to know who no one is. None of you know who anyone is. Okay, continuing, but lost both times. They lost both times in the NBA Finals. Unlucky. Okay. Fun fact, Rick Barry is actually one of the only NBA stars to leave and sign with the team in the ABA, which is the lesser version of the NBA. Oh, and if you didn't know, ABA is the American Basketball Association. But in 1969 and 1970, former player Al Adels became the Warriors head coach. He is... You know what? I'm not going to spoil it for you. Just listen. Then, in 1975, when Al Adels were still... Uh, was still coaching the team and the Warriors were being led by Rick Barry again who signed with the team again coming back from the ABA in 1972 won the championship after some 20 treacherous tedious and tiring years man that was a lot of T words also Al Adels became the first full time African American coach to win an NBA title if you are wondering, Bill Russell won a title before, but he was only a player coach, not a head coach. That's why I didn't want to spoil anything for you. Okay. In the late 1980s, the Warriors became known for coach, coaches Don Nelson's charismatic style of playing or enthusiastic style of playing, which required smaller players and trying to score over defense. This area era was most memorable in the 1989-1990 season and 1990 and 1991 seasons because of their squad run tmc which is referencing to the rap group run dmc this stood for the squad's great scoring trio who were all pretty short but not that short they were mid the trio was tim hardaway t at point guard and he was six foot Mitch Richmond, M, 6'4", at shooting guard, and Chris Mullen, C, 6'6", at small forward. As you can see or hear, they're pretty short, but still pretty tall at the same time. Not everybody reaches to 6'6". But even though that style of playing was fun to watch and everybody loved it, it never got them past the second round of the playoffs, and Nelson left after the 94-95 season. After Nelson left, the Warriors found themselves in a decade of troubles and a huge downward spiral. When they placed last or second to last every year, except once from 1995 to 2006. Okay, I finally take it back. The Warriors were 
only good for like six or seven years before the 2010s. But then Nelson ter- returned again and made everybody happy in the 2006-2007 season and led them to the playoffs. Oh, and guess what? That was the Warriors' first appearance in the playoffs in 13 years. People are following basketball right now. We know about the OKC and the Pelicans and the Spurs and the Knicks and how they haven't made the playoffs in a long time. But not as much as the Warriors. Oh my god, 13 years? No other NBA team right now has done that. Probably like a bunch have done that in like the olden days. But not anymore. Okay. But they sucked. But that, but then in that same year, the Warriors became the first eighth seeded team, which is the lowest seed to make the playoffs, to be a first seeded team in a seven game series in the first time. The team that got so much secondhand embarrassment was the Dallas Mavericks. In that team, time, Dirk was playing with them. So, this is a message to Dirk. Dirk Nowitzki, how dare you disgrace your fans? I mean, I'm proud of my Warriors, but I'm so sorry for you guys, Netflix. Sad. But they should not celebrate too early because the next three seasons, they miss the playoffs. Okay, now we are moving into the 2010s, which is when the Warriors were consistently good. This is the era when, when they were being led by the best three-point shooter, Stephen Curry, who brought them to the playoffs again. The Warriors also acquired a new head coach, Steve Kerr, season after that in the 2014-15 season, who was a former Bulls player and their best three-point shooter, but nobody cared about three-point shooters in the 1980s. Those two additions made the Warriors a juggernaut. In the 14-15 season, the Warriors won a franchise record 67 games, which was also the fourth highest record in NBA league history, which, okay, they're getting better now. They also made it into the NBA finals for the first time in a literal 40 years. Luckily, I wasn't a fan back then. I would be crying. The Warriors had a very good fight against LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers, stealing the title from them in a six-game series. Let's go, Warriors. A title in the last 60 years. The next season, the Warriors got an outstanding record of 73-9, which became the best record in NBA history, just narrowly passing the 72-10 record by the 95-96 Bulls, with MJ, Scotty, Kerr, Dennis, yep, an all-rounder team. 
The Warriors were almost as good as they were in the playoffs last year, overcoming a 3-1 lead by the OKC Thunder, but also lost a 3-1 lead in the finals against the Cavaliers. So sad, the Cavaliers got revenge, and I hate the Cavaliers. Still, so much. I've always hated the Cavaliers. But during the 16-17 offseason, the Warriors added superstar Kevin Durant to their roster. Snake. If you stayed with OKC, we would have been they would have been able to stand with the championship. Could have gotten a championship. But no, he's not a snake. I'm fine with him moving there. I don't really care about the OKC. Sorry if that offended you or anything, but I don't. That season, the Warriors fell six wins short of their record, but swept three straight teams in the playoffs. That's great. Winning a third straight conference final title. Now, they're on to the finals. The Warriors faced off against the Cavaliers again, which was the two most two teams in the NBA Finals faced off against each other, which is about three times, I think. The Warriors lost only once against the Cavs and won their fourth championship. Let's go, Warriors! Fourth championship in like a hundred years! My God! The next season, the Warriors only won 58 games because of frequent injuries, the team's lack of improving their effort because they think they're so good. Just kidding. But again, the Warriors were awesome in the playoffs, sweeping the Cavaliers in the final. Yay, fifth season for a championship. Yay, let's go. In the 18-19 season, the Warriors finished with the worst record in the Steve Carrington. So far, you know what's coming next, guys. With a score of 57-25, which is still pretty good. They got like 4th or 5th in the seating. I don't care. But the Warriors were again dominant in the playoffs. It's just a running thing. But... They still got embarrassed by the Toronto Raptors, who won their first championship. And I started hating the Toronto Raptors after that, after that playoffs, uh, playoff, playoff series. Because before that, in the conference semifinal, they beat my second favorite team, the 76ers. Two of my favorite teams got beat by the Toronto Raptors and Kawhi Leonard. Actually, I don't hate the Toronto Raptors. I just hate Kawhi Leonard. Sorry. Something else that happened was that both KD and Klay Thompson both got injured for a whole season or more. And that both and that KD also signed a four-year deal with the Nets. I think only one or two years more than that, and then he'll go somewhere else. So, a very unlucky season for the Warriors, but the next season was even worse, though. With a new addition to the team after KD's move in D'Angelo Russell, the Warriors needed to sign Iguodala's salary to the Grizzlies. Which is sad, because Iguodala was my favorite player on the Warriors, but luckily he came back after a little while. 
In the second game of the season, Curry broke his hand and was, and was out for about three to four months in the season. This bad roster with only D'Angelo Russell being a good player made the Warriors go into a bad downward spiral. At the trade deadline of that season, the Warriors traded Jacob Evans, who was the thir- 2018 first round pick, recent a- a- acquisition Omari Spellman and D'Angelo Russell to the Timberwolves for Andrew Wiggins, a protected first round top three pick and a second round pick. The Warriors were one of the eight teams not invited to the NBA bubble. If you didn't know what the NBA bubble is, it was a way of saving the season while also isolating them from the public. I might make a episode about the NBA bubble. Maybe not. I don't know though. You got to wait, because in 10 more episodes, 10 to 15 more episodes, which is about 10, what, about like 5 to 10 weeks, I'm going to be making a new podcast and pausing and going on hiatus for this podcast. So, you better stay tuned. Okay, continuing. When they didn't get invited into the NBA bubble, the Warriors couldn't get to play any more games. So, their score was a lousy 15-50. I felt so bad for Andrew Wiggins. I felt so bad for D'Angelo Russell. But in the tw- uh, but in the postseason draft, the Warriors used their second overall pick that they won in the lottery for center James Wiseman, who was a really good addition to the team. In the 2021 season, they were not as bad as they were last season, but still had a not that good record with a 39-33 record, which qualified them for the play-in tournament. Okay, the plan in the play-in tournament. The Warriors lost to the Lakers, who became the 7th seed, and the Grizzlies, who became the 8th seed. In the draft of that uh, of the postseason, the Warriors picked up Jonathan Kaminga with the 7th overall pick and Moses Moody with the 14th overall pick. Two good two good players in the future. They also acquired Otto Porter Jr. from the Magic and Nemanja Bielitsa from the Heat. Me and my friend, whenever we watch a Warrior game, Warriors game, always booed Nemanja Bielitsa because he literally struggled so much. He, like the like the eight games that we watched together in the season, we were like boo Nemanja Bielitsa because he got zero points those games, like zero to four points. But he's still a pretty good player. The Warriors clinched the third seed in the standings and went on to win the NBA Finals in the 21-22 season. Curry, Iguodala, Thompson, and Green all got their fourth NBA championship with the team. Yay! And yeah, Iguodala came back after playing with the Grizzlies and the Heat, which he got traded to. Yay! Thank you for listening. I promise I will be more consistent and posting an episode every week. Bye!
Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Nothing But Net. See you next time.